1: Well, good day and welcome to Newsmax Daily for Tuesday, February 28th, 2023, the final day of the month, the 59th day of the year, and the 7th day of Lent for those observing. Hopefully you're not sacrificing pancakes because today is National Pancake Day, a biggie, which means you can get free or very inexpensive pancakes at many national restaurant chains. And if you're sleepy after eating all the carbs and sugar, it's fine to take a nap anywhere because it's also National Public Sleeping Day, which will likely be celebrated by President Biden when he speaks in Virginia Beach this afternoon. The president is expected to deliver remarks on affordable health care and talk about how the covid virus was leaked from a wuhan lab and trump was right okay i made that last part up but we did learn yesterday from a wall street journal report and a lot of others that the u.s energy department now says a lab leak was most likely the origin of the covid 19 pandemic we get more from jen pellegrino on last night's prime news
2: Trump was right for saying that COVID-19 originated in that Wuhan lab supported by an amplitude of evidence and a number of whistleblowers. The media annihilated Trump, so-called experts and media lackeys alike. They used every name under the sun for him, racist, xenophobic, conspiracy theorist. The media blitz on this lasted for months. Anyone paying attention knew Trump was right all along, but meticulously and by design, a branch of Biden's regime is now admitting it too. The Department of Energy has come to the conclusion, that the COVID pandemic likely arose from a lab leak at the Wuhan Institute of Virology after previously being undecided on those origins. The Wall Street Journal reports that this decision was reached after the White House and key members of Congress received a recent classified intelligence report on the matter. Of course, the energy department is late to the party. The lab leak theory, not so much a theory as the truth, came down to be the only viable explanation for this pandemic. The bat theory was a dud, the seafood market idea wasn't true, yet no one seemed to be really interested in how this at first deadly virus came to be. All anyone cared about was Trump's mean tweets.
3: The far right has now found its own virus conspiracy theory. We President Trump, for his part, fuels the fears by, by emphasizing how the disease came from China.
4: It's, it's, it's clearly the case that Trump is, di-
0: is divorced from the
2: facts. This question about the Wuhan lab, we know that it's been debunked that this virus was man-made or modified or anything like that.
0: Because we don't know where the novel coronavirus came from yet, the conspiracy theories fill the void anyone who claims they know the exact source of the novel coronavirus is guessing. Did it come from bats? Most likely. This theory that the virus was accidentally released from a lab in Wuhan, that's his new angle to feed the wingnuts, to treat this virus like it was a conspiracy of some kind.
1: The last person you heard there was Jimmy Kimmel. Don't hold your breath waiting for anyone to acknowledge the Trump administration and Dr. Robert Redfield, the CDC director during the Trump administration, were right. And don't forget that Dr. Redfield faced almost as much criticism in the media for suggesting a lab leak as President Trump did. Meanwhile, what about Dr. Anthony Fauci? He repeatedly denied the lab leak theory even during congressional hearings. Dr. Sebastian Gorka, host of the Gorka Reality Check, who also worked in the Trump administration, spoke about it on Prime News as well.
4: We know what happened. We know that this virus was in some way, shape or form released from the Wuhan lab, the only level four biodefense lab in communist china which is in the same city where COVID broke out we know that the middleman the eco lab the eco health uh, ngo was receiving millions of dollars from nih with fauci's approval uh, i know it sounds like a cutout very very sinister but why was the highest paid u.s government official who earns almost twice what the incumbent president does why was fauci funneling millions of dollars to communist China's only level four biodefense lab. We need to know if there is some culpability for Fauci for the over a million Americans who were killed by that virus in this nation alone. So let's get the facts out there. and Maybe if we get President Trump back in the White House, we can see some justice and Fauci in the dock and charged with at least, at least medical negligence.
1: That's Dr. Sebastian Gorka, and again, his show, The Gorka Reality Check, is on Sunday nights at 7 o'clock Eastern. For more on any possible legal ramifications, we go from the doctors to the legal expert, Harvard Law School professor Emerus Alan Dershowitz on John Bachman Now. Now The Department of Energy oversees these labs, especially when foreign or when U.S. taxpayer dollars are used. I'm sure you're familiar and our audience is familiar with the implications that Dr. Fauci was responsible for funneling some of that U.S. taxpayer money towards the Wuhan Institute of Virology, the Echo Health Alliance and all that. What do you think about these claims? I mean, everyone from Elon Musk to members of Congress have called for
0: Fauci's prosecution. Do you see anything there for a possible prosecution for Dr. Fauci? I think-
3: terrible thing. It's uh, another example of the attempt to weaponize and criminalize the criminal justice system politically. Fauci used science, and what he said on your show was We can't be sure. It looks like now it was probably natural, but uh, we can't exclude any possibilities. That's what science should do. The idea of immediately going to the ultimate of criminal prosecution is so typical of our time today. Both parties, both sides immediately say, let's criminally prosecute. Uh, And it's been so so selective, uh, it really is destroying the integrity of our criminal justice system by crying wolf too often. Criminal prosecution ought to be reserved for real criminals, for people who do the Hamlet soliloquy: "To be or not to be, a felon." Today, I crossed the line from innocent citizen to felon. Those are the people who should be prosecuted, not people who make honest mistakes, whether the honest mistakes involve taking classified material home or the honest mistake involved. Uh, giving money to a lab, which it turned out was uh, not secure and not safe. These are, again, honest mistakes. You can criticize, you can decide to vote against people for that, but criminal prosecution should be reserved for real criminals, for people who intentionally and deliberately decide to violate the law. None of the people we're discussing fit that description.
1: So here's what the Biden administration had to say about it yesterday.
2: There's not been a definitive conclusion, so it's difficult for me to say, nor should I feel like I should have to defend uh, press reporting uh, about a possible preliminary indication here. There is not a consensus right now in the U.S. government about exactly how COVID started. Uh-huh.
1: That's retired Navy Rear Admiral John Kirby, the man in the Biden administration with the longest possible title, the coordinator for strategic communications at the National Security Council of the White House, speaking at the White House press briefing. They would never let Corinne Jean-Pierre face the media alone after that bombshell from the Department of Energy. I remind you, their Department of Energy. On yesterday's Newsmax Daily, I told you about another Republican voter poll giving Florida Governor Ron DeSantis a 40% to 31% lead over former President Donald Trump for the 2024 presidential nomination. That was among some Michigan Republican voters and more speculation of when DeSantis will announce his candidacy surfaced. Yesterday, American Agenda spoke with some of the experts.
5: Joining us now to discuss GOP strategist and Newsmax columnist John Burnett and longtime advisor for former President Trump, Bruce Lavelle. Uh, John, your thoughts about this? Because uh, we had Dick Morris a little while ago saying, hey, straight up, Trump still beats DeSantis
6: and uh, nobody else is strong enough to take him on. Is that where we are? Well, you know what? America, get ready, right? This is going to be a heavyweight bout, right, between two heavyweights. And it won't be on pay per view. It'll be free for all. The thing is that, you know, I commend Governor DeSantis for bringing the fight to Trump, right? He's bringing it differently than everyone else has done in the past, trying to go toe to toe, right? So you could say he's floating like a butterfly and stinging like a bee and leaving the rumbling up to Trump, right? And what better way to do it? A couple of miles from his Mar-a-Lago uh, uh, resort, right, and also bringing in Republican elected officials and big donors, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Trump, I- if he could, he would pull his hair out, but we know he won't do that, right. The thing right. is, he's getting not much bothers He's him. getting no. under his skin, right? Yeah, right, by doing events like this. The book, all teasing, beating Trump at his own game, teasing before the announcement, right.
2: Yeah. And Bruce, speaking of that book, uh, Governor DeSantis will release his new book tomorrow, The Courage to be Free, Florida's Blueprint for America's Survival, Takes on Wokeness and Legacy legacy Media. Now, the book reportedly has several passages that are complimentary to former President Trump. Of course, we know he will be taking a book tour, which could also be something else uh, after this book comes out. Your thoughts?
5: Uh, my thoughts is I'm glad to see that he's taking all the uh, President Trump's ideas and, you know, using it for himself. We want that. We want you to take the president's previous uh, uh, initiatives and all his policies and implement them. That's what this is about. Yeah, yeah,
0: Bruce, uh, d- just just to
5: challenge you a little <laughs> bit on this. I mean. I understand you what somebody, you're doing yeah, there. I just but want somebody <laughs> to be nice and speak this way, a certain way. and more. Fair enough, As, but he has a record also, Bruce. He has a record of what happened in Florida that will get people's right. attention. Exactly. And Bob and Katrina and all Newsmax viewers, quote, "Has it, had it not been for President Donald John Trump, Ron DeSantis would not be sitting where he is now. Let's remember Andrew Gilliam. Okay, now let's not forget. And listen, once again, I'm glad that he's copying a lot of the great ideas that President Trump I'm glad of that. That's a win-win for all Americans as well as Floridians. And he is the governor of Florida, guys. Let's not forget that. I get it. They got the entire infrastructure of Facebook, Instagram, uh, Fox News, everybody promoting Ron DeSantis. We did this before with Jeb Bush. I am used to this. I told y'all last time here we go. Oh, Jeb is great. Oh, he's you a You mean great. low energy Jeb? The
6: shiny nickel. Oh, but look Bruce, at but Bruce, Trump moved to Florida. Why? Because Florida is running well. Trump moved to Florida
5: <laughs> just like everybody else. Look what's going on in New York right, because he's, he's running a great state.
6: During look at, crisis. Look at, look at
5: all the other folks that had to escape from New York. Just like the movie that Bob and I remember this John and Katrina, are too young, escaped from New York. <laughs> That's what <laughs> that movie came from with Kurt. Was it Kurt Russell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Snake, I thought you were dead. Oh,
1: what a great movie. Escape from New York with the great Kurt Russell, 1981. When New Yorkers first started moving to Florida, and they're still moving to Florida this year more than ever, perhaps. Governor DeSantis probably wouldn't like me saying this, but since I live in Florida and I moved here from New York, the rest of you can stop moving now. Stay in New York. We are getting much too crowded, especially if you're going to bring your liberal snowflake agenda from New York to Florida. One of the biggest business headlines, which is also somewhat political because there are people that make everything political, Twitter is laying off a couple hundred more people.
2: The New York Times reporting Twitter is set to lay off at least 200 additional employees. The social media platform's workforce now less than 2,000. When Elon Musk took over in October, it was about 7,500. We are hearing for the cheers on the opening for you bell. while
5: you read this. This is what I got I'll you.
2: take that. Thank you. <laughs> but the folks who lost their jobs are probably not as cheery this morning. John Lonsky is the president of Through the Cycle and joins us now. John, this is a headline. It keeps happening as the bell rings More more layoffs are announced. Your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I guess Twitter is having some problems. And, you know, this may have been a big mistake in terms of the returns that Elon Musk gets from his $44 billion purchase price for Twitter. You know, not only are uh, payrolls down by 73%, 7500 to 2000 we also find that revenues that were at $5 billion in 2021, have slumped to merely $2 billion. That's a horrific decline of 60%. Of course, this follows from a reduction in advertising revenue uh, for reasons that are related to a downturn, not only in the advertising cycle, but also related to uh, advertisers, businesses pulling away from Twitter, Uh, out of fear of uh, political repercussions if they don't do so.
5: Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not just layoffs. It's, you know, projections, quarterly projections for these companies as well that are down, perhaps maybe bonuses you thought you'd get, maybe you're not getting this year. And again, this is the last week of February, going into March, and you've heard about so many tech company, tech giant layoffs and others.
1: That's Sean Kreisman on National Report, weekdays from 9 till noon Eastern on Newsmax TV. By the way, thanks to the recent surge in Tesla stock, Elon Musk is once again the richest person in the world. Also in the business headlines today, Target, one of the world's largest retailers posting better than expected earnings. The but the company's CEO did take a cautious approach for the remainder of the year, or to the remainder of the year, I should say, something that we've seen from a lot of retailers in their recent earnings reports. And you can expect to hear more about this throughout the day. Army General Mark Milley, the Joint Chiefs of Staff, has apparently told Congress the Pentagon will need more money by June to give to Ukraine. You could also read about that at Newsmax.com. Hey, thanks for listening to Newsmax. Daily. If you're not already watching Newsmax TV, you can find it on most major cable systems as well as platforms like Roku, Pluto, Amazon, and others. If you have AT&T or another provider that doesn't carry Newsmax TV, call them and tell them you want Newsmax or tell them you'll switch to another provider. And get the Newsmax TV app so you can watch your favorite shows anywhere, anytime. It's super easy and it's free. You can find it in the app store or google play newsmax tv i'm tony marino be well and i'll see you right back here tomorrow in the meantime keep fighting the good fight
5: news breaks every minute every day you need the app the newsmax app find it free on your smartphone store
2: then watch us anytime anywhere